Good morning and happy Australia Day, naked peeps. You're listening to The Naked Nerd. I'm The Naked Nerd himself. So, what has been going on, everyone? So, I'm spending the long weekend here at the ACT News Club once again. Um, just needing a bit of r because it's been a rough couple of weeks. Um, but luckily, these last couple of days have been beautiful. The sky has been a, a nice, clear blue. Uh, the sunshine has been... Uh, ever so uh, slightly heating up, but not to the point of exhaustion. Um, unfortunately, this week has been rocked by uh, hailstorms, massive storms, um, hail the size of golf balls and even bigger, uh, particularly around Canberra, which I'm currently nearby, but not uh, in any sort of danger. But uh, it has been quite a mess uh, a lot of people have lost their uh, their own cars because of these massive uh, hailstones that have been the size of golf balls and uh, even measuring uh, quite big, actually. Uh, one of my friends actually had to write off his car because the amount of damage that these uh, hailstones did was just horrific that he had to actually write off his car. Um, but uh, today on a Sunday... It's actually quite, I would say, relaxing, but also quite warm, but also very, very uh, different to how it's been over the last few days. Actually, even the last few weeks. Um, even though there's still about 70 fires uh, still uh, burning across New South Wales, uh, Victoria, and uh, South Australia. Uh, and from my understanding, it's uh, not going to go away anytime soon, or at least not for at least another month. Um, it's still been slightly better than it has been over the last month. Um, and unfortunately, what we really do need is rain and lots of it. Uh, we need at least a solid month of rain because uh, Australia at the moment is so dry that um, the, the dryness in the soil and in the grass is just causing uh, these uh, flash fires to, to occur. Um, but anyway, um, everyone is doing well, and at least today. Um, but let's move on to something more positive, um, and that is uh, celebrating the ACT News Club. So uh, yesterday, I happened to arrive at the birthday or the anniversary of the lands that belong to the club, known as Sunland. Um, so. There actually is quite a, an important, well, I would say an important ho history, history, history about uh, this, these particular grounds. Um, and I actually got a bit of a history lesson yesterday from uh, the dinner that happened yesterday, or the barbecue. Um, and it was amazing just to hear and actually see what actually happened. So, on the 25th, of January uh, 1970, uh, the club needed, uh, actually wanted to find some grounds to, to uh, call their own. And this particular spot that they found was an old quarry and just perfect just to be able to, uh, just to be able to settle and uh, bring uh, families, bring people along just for a bit of fun. Um, the intention of the club was, well, 
or for the grounds at least, was to um, try and get people to do a little bit more of activities such as sport, including tennis and swimming. Uh, the swimming is probably the biggest part of the club at the moment, though it's still uh, trying to promote the idea of being active, particularly in this uh, climate. Now, uh, it was put to a vote in, in 1970 to whether to keep the, uh, the particular land as the premises of the club. And uh, luckily, everyone agreed to this particular land. And it's actually, for me, it's probably the perfect spot for the club because uh, it has lovely views of the bush. Uh, it's really connected to nature and um, it has brought many people along the way. Um, some of the first members of the club have actually, uh, well, have been here since its, its inception, or since at least since the lands were acquired. Um, and it's quite interesting to uh, get my head around, particularly as it wasn't just one person that decided, it was a whole group of people. And it's something that we tend to forget about history, that, it, it, that, isn't, that history is not just made by one person, it's made by many. Um, but uh, we got to celebrate uh, this particular event through a small barbecue, uh, lots and lots of conversation, uh, bringing in new members and old members together. Um, and overall, it was quite a lovely night. I spent... Uh, quite a little bit of that Saturday night in the pool because uh, I'm not sure if you realise but um, this week in particular has been quite warm and uh, because basically everywhere uh, where I live it, um, has either been uh, well been impacted by the rain the thunder um, dust storms, uh, fires. I haven't had time to go to the beach or the pool, uh, or at least being able to go outside to at least enjoy the fresh air, or because it hasn't been much fresh air. And one thing I like to let people know is that I'm asthmatic, and the air quality over the last few weeks have actually really affected me quite, uh, quite a bit, and. It's only been over the course of the last couple of days I've been able to really enjoy uh, such lovely air quality. Um, but I don't want to take this for granted because there's still people out there, particularly those who have been affected by bushfires, who haven't enjoyed uh, being able to actually go anywhere or at least be able to call uh, a home. Because uh, for quite a, a number of people, their homes have been destroyed. Um, I would also like to give a big shout out to uh, to three people who unfortunately uh, were killed uh, over the last week. Uh, these three people uh, were volunteers from the United States who, who volunteered uh, to actually help out with these uh, bushfires. And the uh, the actual plan itself, I forget the actual uh technical name but basically it was a water bomber play where basically uh, it used water it bombs water to uh, reduce the amount of fires 
Um, unfortunately, these particular uh, people, uh, their plane actually crashed, um, doing some really important work. And I'd like to take this moment just to uh, basically uh, re reflect and remember those particular people. Um, I'd also like to give a big shout out to everyone in the RFS who have been working tirelessly over the last uh, few weeks, or even over the last couple of months, uh, because without their work, um, the fires would, themselves would be more devastating. And unfortunately, the devastation is still continuing, but there's nothing much we can do at the moment except wait and donate. So that reminds me, uh, for those of you wanting to donate uh, to the cause, to either the RFS or to the people who have been impacted by uh, the bushfires themselves. Um, I would strongly recommend, and this has been put forward by a lot of organisations, uh, please donate money because there have been a lot of goods coming in, but because of the amount of goods that have been coming in, there's no room for, for it. So please donate money. Um, also, please make sure to check the charity that you're donating to because um, over the past couple of weeks, there have been uh, dummy charities. So basically, they're charities that, that say that they're for uh, donating to the bushfires, uh, sorry, donating to, to the people who have been affected by the bushfires, but have actually been uh, secretly uh, stealing that money. Um, but yes, make sure that you check for those charities. Um, but yes, um, moving on. So, today is Australia Day. Today is the 26th of January and we commemorate this by acknowledging Australia. We acknowledge its past, we acknowledge its original owners. We need to acknowledge the original owners of this country because um, they have been part of this Indian nation for thousands of years and we still need to celebrate their history actually our history because their history is our history um, we also need to celebrate the good and the bad uh, the good that's come out of this country including things like Kyle Minogue uh, Kath and Kim uh, Looking for Alan Brandy Priscilla Queen of the Desert The Castle and I'm just listing movies and icons um, Kenny, uh, who who else? Um, Crocodile Dundee, even though that particular uh, stereotype has um, put a little bit of a hazard on our stereo on our stereotypical lifestyle for many years. Um, prawns and Barbie, uh, Barbies, barbecues, uh, being able to. Uh, celebrate this great nation um i feel that this nation in itself is still young we still have a lot more to give we still have a lot of things that we need to get right we still have a lot of um uh, building to do um uh, but i wouldn't live anywhere else particularly in this great land where we have a lot of different people, we have a lot of different opinions, we have a lot of different things to give. Um, we have a lot of different cultures, we have a lot of different aspects of our lives. There is no one opinion. Um, now, 
there may be times where I feel that um, I could live in a cooler and I mean temperature-wise uh, country or uh, somewhere far away, but Australia is my home, and this is a home to uh, almost twenty-four uh, to twenty-six million people. But that is my opinion. Uh, so, what's going to be happening today? So, I'm hoping to get a couple of interviews today from a couple of people. Um, I'm also going to be uh, participating in a bit of life drawing. So, there's going to be a bit of life drawing happening. Uh, for those of you who don't know what life drawing is, it's basically where uh, models come in to sit in and let them uh, let us draw them. In this case, it, the models are going to be people from the club, which I'm hoping to actually be doing um, as a model, hopefully. But um, more on that later. So. It is going to be a bit of a haphazard episode, so I will be putting up my conclusion of this episode later on, but please stay tuned, Naked Peeps. Alright, Naked Peeps, so I'm here with one of uh, the members of the ACT News Club. Uh, please say hello to Richard. Hello, Richard. G'day, Ian. How are you? Very well, thank you. Um, so, welcome to the show, thank first you. off. Uh, to start off with... How did you become a nudist? Um, well, that was a long time ago now. Um, I guess um, I, uh, my journey into to nudism really started when I met my, my wife, um, who mentioned in passing at some point when we were, you know, when we were new together that she'd been to a, a nude beach. Um, and uh, that had been um, something that I'd been curious about for a long time but never able to bring myself to do. So I had someone who could hold my hand and take me to a fir my first nude beach. Oh, that's wonderful. Being able to have someone to actually guide you along the way. Um, and so, how long have you been a member of the club? Um, I'm not, I was thinking about this recently, and I'm not entirely sure. I think since 2003, maybe 2004. Oh, wow. So, um, around 17 years. Awesome. And uh, in your particular experience, what has been, say, a very big positive of being part of the nudist community? Well, I think, um, you know, I mean, people say about, you know, nudist clubs and what, what do you do at a nudist club? And it's, you do everything you do um, at a clothed club except with our clothes on. So, you know, I think a lot of what it's done for me um, is not so much, the nudity is a vehicle to other outcomes, I guess. Um, it's uh, it's, it's um, a vehicle to sort of, Greater openness. It's this vehicle to acceptance. Um, you know, there's a there's a shared vulnerability uh, when you come along to a nudist club, and, and there's a that it requires an inherent level of trust in one another. Uh, and I think that makes for um, you know stronger stronger connections and, um, and and deeper relations with with just the people around you. So I think it's. Uh, I think that's a wonderful thing. I just feel far more authentic uh, and far more accepting of myself and, and of others than perhaps I might otherwise have. Mm, I would actually agree with you on that, particularly on the point about trust and connection. Um, what I found particularly with this club is that uh, there's been so many people who have passed through this club, but you, we've been able to make even the briefest of connections, if it's been, even if it's just for like a day or so, and just having those like, uh, small chats about basically anything. Um, 
in your experience though, um, what would you say has been the most difficult thing about being a nudist yourself or of being part of nudist family? Most difficult thing. I mean, I guess it's just making the judgments about with whom you share this this side of you. Um, you know, um, I am pretty open about it, but I'm not. You know, I, I don't tell everyone. I don't say, "G'day, I'm Richard. I'm a nudist." Um, but for people who, um, <clears throat> as I say, there's a vulnerability about it, and I think it's important to have that reciprocated. That doesn't mean that you need to be nude with everyone you tell. But it does mean that you need to have confidence that they will reciprocate a level of trust and confidence uh, and respect. Um, and I think making those judgments uh, around who you tell and who you don't and whether they're going to use it, whether they're going to weaponize it against you. Um, so in my experience, people haven't. Um, but it remains you know, lurking in the back of your mind that someone could do, you know, a non-nudist could do bad things with that information. Mm. I think many uh, listeners would probably attest to that particular point. Um, I myself have been quite wary of who I actually share this particular part of my life with because, uh, well, I've had people who have been really positive, but there also been people who have been a bit wary about uh, my involvement, particularly as there's still that lack of understanding of what uh, nudism is actually about. But and what uh, it isn't, yeah. 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 Um, what I... Actually... Before I even uh, uh, move on to my other questions, uh, so you're organised uh, a bit of life drawing for today? Yes, I have. So after this interview, um, I'm going to be running a, a life drawing workshop. It's not because I am um, particularly competent at uh, either drawing or modelling, but because um, <laughs> <laughs> not that you need any particular competence. But it's just uh, it's uh, it's something I've I've I've, uh, I've enjoyed in the past. Uh, I actually did my first life drawing workshops at Confest. Um, and uh, more or less just borrowing that model and applying it here and just setting it up and whoever comes can participate and we take turns modeling and uh, I think it's just a, a fun thing thing to do. Oh wow, that, see, um, I myself, um, my drawing skills are very, very basic but I would still like to have a go anyway. Um, well I think but, that's the right attitude, it's a bit like yeah. nudism, you know, just have a go and you'll probably surprise yourself, you're probably better than you think. And I would actually attest to that. Uh, for me, given this particular lifestyle go has been something that I've been wanting to do for quite some time. And it's actually good to see people uh, actually express themselves in, in that particular life. Um, but before we actually end this particular interview, do you have any words of wisdom that you'd like to share with our listeners? Um, well, look, um, I, I, think, um, I think there's a lot in nudism um, for lots of different people. I mean, I think for me it, re it represents so many, um, it represents so much to me uh, in lots of different tangential ways, but it all adds up to a, a very compelling um, thing for me. Um, you know, I think for people who have body image issues, it's, it's incredibly powerful. It's, um, it's it, uh, the, the ability, the, the self-loathing is lifted um, not not instantly. It's not it's not a panacea like that. But the self-loathing can be progressively lifted with the understanding that um, you know having conversations with other people, they accept you who, for who you are, and they accept you despite your body. Um, in fact, your body is largely irrelevant, uh, and, and and that's a beautiful thing. That, you know, so I think it's it can be really profound for people with body image issues. I think uh, for anyone who doesn't have body image issues, I think it's also just great fun. It's um, it's a big up you to some of the 
repressive social mores that sometimes we have to live within. Um, and uh, I think uh, it, uh, you know, I, I like that that relief. I, I love the, I love the the break from the the competitive fashion or the, you know, the the, the, the competition in the workplace for all that posturing. It's just nice to have some respite from that and just to be in a beautiful bushland setting here with with people who don't come with pretenses. Mm. Um, so I'd encourage anyone to give it a crack. Oh, uh, you know what. Uh, I think that has been said, uh, well, it's been said many times, but I think those particular words, the way you uh, said it, just really speak true. And I think that speaks true to everyone in the community and uh, hopefully to some of you listeners out there. I hope you've taken a bit of what Richard had to say. And um, yes, so with that in mind, uh, thank you very much, Richard, for uh, joining the show. Uh, for uh, this interview and uh, I wish you all the best in your future endeavours in this club and, and, and also with your family thank you naked note and it was after that particular interview that I participated in the life drawing session I myself actually participated by not just drawing but being one of the models for uh, a good 10 to 15 minutes um, let me tell you just posing for uh, half a dozen people um, it's, it was something that I didn't think I could do, but only because, um, in the past I've had issues with my body, but the way that people just drew what they saw, it was actually quite spectacular. I actually got to see a couple of drawings afterwards and they really highlighted, uh, my parts of my body that, uh, that I never thought I could see before. Well, you see yourself naked, but you don't really see yourself from the, uh, the perspective of other people. And it felt really invigorating, also uh, quite liberating to say the least, because I just felt very uh, empowered about how I portray myself. Um, but um, in participating in that and participating in the day, I actually didn't get to do many, actually, let me phrase, I didn't get to do any other interviews after that because I had to t- I have to tell you, the experience of the last couple of days um, has been wonderful. To put this bluntly, uh, the way that uh, this club has conducted itself over the last couple of days has been spectacular. Um, fact of the matter is, um, because of the bushfires, many of these people haven't had the time to see each other. Um, and because of that fear of danger, many people have basically stayed away in case something happened. Um, but the fact that these people were able to get together over the last couple of days for the uh, celebration of the anniversary of the uh, acquirement of land for the club and Australia Day, it just showed how many people uh, were able to connect as a family and one of the things that Richard talked about in our interview was the fact that we have this connection, this trust. And the last couple of days, this emphasis of trust and connection has never been more true. People were having uh, long conversations with people, uh, or rather continuing the conversations that they had with each other for quite some time, uh, being able to immerse themselves uh, quite freely and quite happily um, a little uh, drunkenly, but still happily, because 
this aspect of being connected with one another is just something that I always aspire when meeting a group of friends or group, meeting a new group for the first time. Um, but it's something that I feel is really embedded in this group. Now, I must say that it's been a worthwhile experience. I would like to thank uh, everyone from the ACT News Club who has been continuing to make me feel very welcome. I'd also like to thank everyone who I met, everyone who has listened, and basically continue on listening with the show uh, because I want this show to stay on, but also want people to connect with one another, even if it's just for a few minutes. Now, with that in mind, the Australia Day celebrations continue on well into the night um, with uh, afternoon tea by the poolside, uh, which uh, I must say is a really good idea, particularly when uh, you're amongst some of the best people in the world, um, if I might say so myself. Uh, we also enjoyed a, a little bit of uh, conversation and time in the pool uh for quite a long time, I might say. Uh, we played a bit of, um, I'm going to say, uh, beach volleyball in the pool with a, with a pool ball. But <laughs> it was quite fun. But nonetheless, it was a worthwhile experience. And I hope those of you who are listening get to experience something like this, um, even if it's just for a little while. Because... One thing that I like to emphasize is that we're one big family, particularly in this club, uh, in this community, we are one big family and we just celebrate whatever differences we have together. Um, so I will leave it at that, ladies and gentlemen, because um, I'm going to have my brekkie because this recording has gone through the last couple of days. Um, I am also going to head back home, unfortunately and then resume life as it should be. But that won't stop me from recording. Um, so please stay tuned for future episodes and please continue to listen. And as always, live nude and be yourself, naked peeps. And this has been The Naked Nerd, signing off.